having manners is the key to conversation. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn FamilyFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave, where we encourage males to crush effeminacy and militaracy and aspire to domestic excellence. We're so grateful that you're present with us today on another Manliness Rally, this one about communications. And we have a tradition when we are children, we are told when we are parents, we tell children to be very respectable in discussions and uh, we encourage them not to speak over each other, to only uh, treat people with respect in discussions, put your finger over your mouth, etc. However, we tend to grow that out over time and one of the things that men can recognize is that there is so much heat sometimes in discussions and those discussions and that heat that anger leads to violence often we hear the statistic every nine seconds a woman in america is abused by someone in her home and one way to get around that and to address that as a man is to be manageable as we say in the islands to have manners to be respectful in communication with your spouse, with your children, not to lose your temper. And we cannot do that if it is we think our thoughts are disrespectful. We cannot have disrespectful thoughts and be respectful in action. And when we love people, it says love is not unseemly. That's what 1 Corinthians 13 says, which means love is honorable. We can be honorable when we love people. And when we claim to love people in our homes, and yet still we can be dishonorable in discussions, then that is a dichotomy, that is a hypocritical statement. Regardless of how heated the discussion gets, we can always treat people with respect because we are respecting the person, not the discussion. And whatever the discussion is about, we can divorce the discussion from the person and say, you know what, we might have different views at this time, but I'm going to treat this person with respect. A person is who we're discussing we're having the discussion with the discussion is not separate from is not on its own over here it's connected to a person that we claim to love so we encourage males to do a couple of things one to always look at the person we're having the discussion with and to remember that this is someone that we love this is one key that works for me in discussions and in communication and that now can drive us to be respectful and to have manners as we say from the islands we can stop talking over each other if someone is making a point we can stop and listen even if we were in the middle of a point just give up that point and listen because as our pastor says in arc international ministries that disagreements are learning moments and we can stop trying to just win and just try to learn stop trying to win and let's try to learn and stop trying to and one thing stephen covey says is better to understand than to be understood because you already know what you're trying to say you can gain from a discussion when you understand what the, what the other person or persons are trying to say and if they never get your point you come away as a winner if you want to if you want to look at it selfishly because you know what they're thinking and what they're saying and you already knew what you were thinking and saying if they don't get your point then they have lost out on your communication you haven't lost out on theirs 
the aim we think generally for empathetic listeners and active listeners as they're called is to understand first so that you can address the person's this the person's disagreement and if you can't address it you can in that moment and you can go back to the drawing board find out how to address that issue in a more proactive way and just trying to win a discussion now and it's it's we feel very immature to just try to be engaged in a communication just to get your point across uh, so with that said we encourage you to share your views about manners in communication because in our homes our objective here sorry is that we want to be excellent males domestically we want to aspire to domestic excellence in all fields including our communication and if we cannot understand our spouse if you cannot understand our children we cannot meet all needs that they are putting on the table and that's what man means m-a-n meet all needs and when your child is 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 having a fit about something and all you can respond to is i'm your father you must listen to me you are not addressing the the problem that is at hand at this time from your child or from your wife lincoln here encouraging you to do a couple of things you can call us if you're on anchor you can also drop us a line at famty strong if you're on facebook if you're on whatsapp then <coughs> excuse me if you're on the whatsapp you can give us a link on our whatsapp if you have a whatsapp number you can email us at connect at famtyfamily.com if you want to give us some more feedback you know we encourage you if you're having communication problems as a man or anybody in the family to visit our website at famtyfamily.com if you want a strong family so we're encouraging you to have manners in discussions because we love the people we don't necessarily love the discussion just just love winning discussions we love the people and we love understanding what they're communicating to us so why rob god in this world of you and your family and until next time be nuclear you or someone you know are interested in buying selling or investing in real estate in naples florida give rashid willesley a call at 239-207-2955 that's 239-207-2955 face this life and leave with scars rough badges of our many wars the harmful words and violent touch are signs of shame we try to hide expressions of our hate unwrapped in each human birthed to us lies love's image trapped in dust A note is sent to earth in jars, or flesh a canvas for Van Gogh. The painter that we fail to know sent his own son to take our blows, and as his flesh this world disposed, was ripped and torn to many shreds. His body ruined as blood ran red, his side no longer flawless. 
to clean or mess an evil story. His scars profess his father's glory. That while our sins were dark and gory, he was not afraid, saying, The closer you get to really know me, you'll see these scars make me no less holy. I remember one night Paul banging on my door, shouting, Your father just died and your mom has been trying to get you. Hurry to the hospital. In those days, we had a thing called dial-up, which meant when you were on the internet, you lost voice calls. I had a reggae music website that I was working on. It took 30 minutes to upload one song. I didn't make any money from it, but carried the scars thinking maybe if I was available. I remember falling from a bus. I nearly died. The wheels escaping my head. In those days in Jamaica, buses didn't stop. They slowed down. And you hopped off and rang alongside the bus to slow down. I did the first part correctly, so my shoulder was left scarred. I bounced off the ground and back to my feet, hoping no one saw. I remember rushing to the hospital room. They induced labor, not telling me about preeclampsia. I said okay, thinking the baby was still okay. However, ten hours later, I held him. The splitting image of me and similarly lifeless. They then turned attention to saving her. He seemed a distraction. I almost killed two more people. Each story left me more scarred. And I forgot about the painter who behind all this pain was still creating a masterpiece. Each scar made me feel further from him. Unworthiness of my flesh feeling. The hope in the Bible of fable for fools. There is no God, I said. And if he exists, he's a psychopath. The scars I bore signs of his wrath. I lived hooked by that lie that made me destined to fry. God would not get the pleasure of seeing me cry, alone and confused, destined to lose, only looking forward to the next weekend when I could get drunk again, looking in the mirror and seeing the monster I had become. And then at the end of two semi-automatic guns, I heard, the closer you get to really know me, you will see these scars make me no less holy. So I looked at the cross and saw the scars that he bore for a world that their king refused to adore. He showed me his beard that was plucked like a duck. He took the disgrace so I wouldn't need luck. Those scars are his trophies. These scabs share a story of how the dawn shares glory through suffering and pain and invites scar-filled sinners to share in his reign. But his throne is built for flesh draped in white, humans born again to be enrobed in light, 
who give up our scars because he clings to his grants eternal life with the life that he lives and the worst thing is that we think he will not know the scarring from hatred that we choose to hide and so many jewels resort to backslide rejecting the symphony in scars on our king declaring to the world in the most tranquil voice the closer you get to really know me you will see your scars make you know less holy join the family institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our messianic mentorship programs all programs are $120 per person monthly with personal sessions $100 for individuals and $200 for family we look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com